Hey, what's going down? It's your boy D. And Allie motherfucking Shay. And we out here kicking it with the With All Due Respect podcast here. You know, we like to get down. And dirty. <laughs> hey, check us out on at A underscore broadcasting on Twitter. With All Due Respect 001 on Instagram. And the With All Due Respect podcast on Facebook. And if you're single, slide in my DMs on Instagram at Allie underscore mfn underscore shea like shea butter thank you bye (laughs) fuck you nigga i'm about to lasso Castro the asshole, turn him into mincemeat for a ramen casserole. Beat it to a thick booty bad bitch. She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage. Pussy fried catfish. I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks. I ain't never had shit till I turned a rapid. A rapper, the rapper, Kappa Lambda. I'm on some fragile shit. Packing on packers, damage, stamina, stacking damage, acting out like an asses. If you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh-huh, baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest, hoopy with the black tip. We get it cracking, she releasing the dragon. Hold up, fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat-seeking, Miss Alonso with the beacon With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking, ho Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X Coming at you live and direct With the With All Due with Respect podcast Uh, ladies and gentlemen, today is the day Today is the motherfucking day The day uh, I got two titty tea in the building as Always usual. You know what I'm saying, she here doing her thing, man Got a very special guest, man. Young, up-and-coming rapper. Uh, produces his own music. Has traveled. You know what I'm saying? See, we talked a little off-air. I got a little bit more background on my man. Uh, he's been doing his thing for a little bit of time now, man. Uh, just recently put on the show. Uh, helped. Uh, had a gig for Afro Man over at the Juice Maker Lounge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Bleasy in the motherfucking building. Welcome. Shit, I appreciate y'all, man. That was a good intro. I really appreciate you. Thank you. I tried. I tried. How you doing, man? What's good with you? I'm doing good. I'm blessed, man. Ready to work. I can definitely dig that. I can definitely dig that. So you a father? Yes, sir. Talk to me a little bit about that, man. What's what's fatherhood like? It's the best, you know? It really is. It's really, I mean, there's a lot going on, like, trying to keep stuff going, but being a father is the best, dude. It beats everything, really. Right. Uh, I'm a father as well, man. I got two sons. Uh, So talk to me about this. One thing that always fascinates me. Is how because you're a busy man, right? You're doing things. You, like I said, you just had put on a show. Did you perform at that gig as well? I was at work. I didn't get to go. Uh, well, uh, the after party. I was I was uh, scheduled to perform. You know, I booked all the artists and everything, but we had problems kind of with the sound and everything, and then we had to be out of the venue by two. So I was right. like, I'll let Afro Man perform. I ain't performing. Screw that. That you makes know? the most sense. That's solid. Though. You, That's you know, everybody solid. paid to see Afro Man. I ain't gonna try to just slide in so we could do one or two songs. I kind of overbooked it, so I was like, all right had problems with DJs and sound and stuff for like an hour so I was like you know what we're just gonna roll with it and I'm gonna sit back and enjoy the show right who'd you have rocking and who'd you have DJing Sir Mike 
Uh, yeah, DJ Sir Mike, yeah. yeah. That's my guy, that's my guy, man. He's over there on 91.1. We tried connecting wireless microphones and stuff, and the micro- microphones were picking up another one or a speaker or something, so we were like, oh. So it took us a couple minutes to get it done, so I couldn't right. perform, but it, overall it was a great show. Everybody did good, and we pulled it off. See, I think that's pretty raw, man. Uh, so what I was saying is you got a lot on your schedule, obviously. You do a whole lot, and yet... You still are there for your kids. You still are stepping up as a dad, and I find that beautiful. That's something I am just now learning how to do uh, to a degree, man. So I find that fascinating. How how do you go about juggling all of that, man? Everything goes around him. Like, you know what I mean? I can't make uh, my schedule and then say, okay, I got to find time for this. I got to find time for the other stuff to fit in. Right. You know what I mean? I still got to be there. If he wakes up in the morning, he's little, so you know what I mean? He needs his diaper changed or fed. I got to go do all that stuff. I can't just let him cry. So I got to be in bed early. I can't just stay up all night long. I have to go to bed early. That way, if you know what I mean, he wakes up, I'm right there. Mm-hmm. You know? And then if he's up all night long, being a little turd, I got to stay up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I kind of like trained myself to like just do whatever is for him. And like with the shows and all that stuff, I always like plan out. Uh, like a babysitter, so I don't ever have to, like, you know what I mean, figure out all that stuff. I try to just always stay, like, weeks ahead. Mm. You know what I mean? And try to be like, okay, this is, like, my schedule. I know what I'm doing. You know right. I, I think that's real dope. Uh, and I think you hit the nail on the head right there. You got to plan around the child. Yeah. Uh, I think KMJ said something of similar uh, level. You know what I'm saying? It's basically, I mean, you guys operate around the kids. Everything else comes second. Mm-hmm. But it should have fuck got to get done as well. Yeah, business you know is saying? business, but... Yeah. And I like that a lot, man. I like that a lot. Man, so I'm curious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how long have you been in the Tulsa scene, man? All right. So uh, I moved to Tulsa when I was like four or five. Grew grew up around everybody, going to, you know what I mean, all around, meeting people. Moved in like Sepulpa, Kelly Ball, and Creek County, all around, bro, all over here. And then when I was like 14 or 15, I just hit the road, went to California, and I've never stopped since. I just leave and come back and leave and come back and go all around the country. I've been to like 44 states or something. So oh, that's wild. You know man. what I mean? Just traveling, selling merch and stuff. So I kind of know the business more than the music. But when it comes to Tulsa, really, I did a few shows and stuff a couple years ago, but I just got here in like December, ready to eat. Now I know what I'm doing. I'm ready to eat here in December. I made music and stuff, but never really like had it together you know now I got my stuff together I'm ready to work but just like December is when I really started going hard and see it's crazy you so young man and you got you got a little grasp of the business I think that that's incredible we talked a little bit off air right that was off air we were talking off air correct make sure I'm not tripping uh yeah uh we talked a little bit about a little bit about it off air just as far as uh how important it is to have other skills outside of just being able to bust a rhyme you know what I'm saying uh, I feel like that that's, yeah, feel free. Uh, I feel that's incredibly important right now, man, because every, as we said, everybody in their mama's a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in their mama is a is a, is a MC. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, For sure. So I feel like having that extra skill, you know what I'm saying, as far as knowledge to the business, no matter what it is, you can produce your own shit, you know how to make your own music, you know how to record, you don't need a label. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You are a branding of, your, uh, of yourself, you know what I'm saying? So... I just think that that's incredible, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you want to talk to me a little bit about the business, the behind the scenes, what goes into it? Uh, yeah, it's really easy, man. People would be shocked if, if it's just hard work. There's no other key. There's no other key. There's none. 
you know, I wake up every day and I have a goal. I, I literally, like, I know it sounds weird, but I have, like, uh, stuff written down that I plan to do this year. I feel and if that. I don't get that done, I'll be mad. So, like, I put these goals aside and I put, okay, well, I want to book this venue. So I'll literally put my goals and bother everybody, do what I got to do until I get a hold of them and then just go, hey, let's do business and try to do it, you know? Because, like, when it comes to business, right now, currently, I'm making more throwing shows than I am off of, you know, my actual music. Right. You know, I make more off my merch than I do off my actual music. You know, there's stuff, I make more from features than I do actually getting paid for my streams. You know, so it's like you actually, like, got to network with people and actually make the money to invest into your music, to grow your music is how I see it. So every day I'm trying to work and build and network with more people, find more artists, find another podcast, do something productive that day. What got you writing down your goals, man? What got you to do that? Um, really, I just, I've always kind of been like that, but uh, I do, I'm really weird now. I hang them up, I let people see them, because <laughs> I'm like, hey, I gotta get it, it puts pressure on me. Right. But I've always had a little notebook. I have it on me right now, I just write everything down. Oh, I forgot it in the car. But I write it, everything down in this notebook, old school. I don't even put it in my phone. All my business is in notebooks. Mm. So there are like 10 notebooks that I just have you know, venues, you know, owners' numbers or, you know, artist numbers if I want to book them for a show or whatever it is. I just try to have this notebook and have it down and say, okay, well, this date, I want to get this done. I want to get this done by this date. I want to get this done by this date. So when I go through that notebook, I'm like, oh, shit, that's creeping up and I don't have time to procrastinate. I'm like, oh, no, I got to get it done. So it holds you accountable. Yeah, yeah, I hold myself accountable that way. I'm like, okay, I got to get this done. Especially hanging it up on the wall and stuff. It's like people see it and stuff. I got to do it. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, shit, not doing it right. I like that. I like that a lot, man. Uh, I like that you, you know what I'm saying, keep yourself in check. You feel me? Yeah, nobody else will. <laughs> Most definitely, especially when it comes to your dreams. Uh, yeah. That's one thing I learned from my little bit of time rapping is it seemed like ain't nobody is interested, uh, as interested in you as you. Nobody's going to invest into your dreams or, you know, your money situation or anything as much as you will. Your time, money, anything. So, like, that's how I always looked at it was, you know, you got your friends and everything, but... A lot of them don't really care a quarter of what you care about making it. And they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we'll make it and stuff. But you got to be the one that initially puts in the work. And just that's right. why I said hard work, you can't beat it. You can't beat it with a stick. Um, you mentioned that you've always been like that, though, to a degree, right? Uh, I'm curious, man, is if, uh, I mean, tell me about your family, man. Did you learn some of these skills from your family? How are you? Tell me about you growing up. Uh, you got to do it yourself, man. I've been in all kinds of crazy positions so when I was uh, I not get into it too much but when I was like 15 I started going all right I'm gonna do this on my own now kind of you know right I was done moved family to family <clears throat> and was like all right I'm gonna do this on my own so I would find myself in random states you know what I mean like I'm in Florida one time I'll never forget this and uh it's like almost my conscience would, would be telling me like okay well you gotta eat or you're just gonna sit here and do nothing I'd be in random states nobody my phone's on five percent I'm like am I going to do? Well, finally get a, you know, plane ticket. I got to be at this airport in three hours and my phone's about to die and I don't know anybody here. I'm in was Orlando, this all for music? Florida. Yeah, I was down there for music. 15. Do what? 15. Yeah, for like, I was like 15 years old. Or actually, no, but at that time I was like 17. But I, okay. I started traveling when I was like 15, just going everywhere. And I find myself in these positions to where I was like, dude, I got to eat. I got to go ask somebody for some money or get a sign and start spanging or do something or I'm just going to sit, sit here and chill. Right. So I'd be in random states. Like, not you can't just call a homie and be like, hey, bro, can you give me a ride? You're, like, asking random people. 
So I just really installed, like, I got to be disciplined. I got to do this. And I got in a lot of trouble traveling around and stuff. But I'd always find a way out of these situations. And over time, it really made me realize to where if I'm in a situation like that, I've done it before. I already know. Just do this. You know what That's I mean? That's fucking crazy. Stuff like that. And I'd really find a way to hustle a ride to the airport. And people would bless me with, you know, money and all this crazy stuff back when I was just a little kid hustling and just trying to get it figured out. Mm. And then I'd sell merchandise traveling around the country uh just cool stuff like that man sold a lot of gun hats to say we don't die on 911 they sell really good so i just traveled around the country selling those man right doing all this different stuff figuring out how to hustle so it made me really like an animal when it comes to like knowing how to do that stuff just how to pull it off yeah that's fascinating as fuck you know yeah. what I'm saying I didn't know that about you I didn't know that you uh, so that's where you get you've been through the struggle so that's where you got that mentality I just gotta eat yeah I just, I just eat, gotta you know. go do you feel like that translates over to your music uh yes I, I do to a point because like I said with procrastination I think is the flaw of an artist is procrastination and you know what I mean it's like a lot of artists just procrastinate procrastinate oh I'm gonna get it done I'm gonna get it done and they never do but whenever you really look at it like, no, I have to get this done or it's never going to happen. If I don't release these songs and promote them and do these shows, I'm never going to be able to reach my dreams unless I do that. Mm. So I have to do that in order to get to the you know next level that I want to be at. Right. It's kind of how I look at it. You know what I mean? It's like a mandatory thing I have to do. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. It's like breathing air. It's a waste of time, all this stuff, if I don't do that stuff and put the work in. It's right. how I see it. I love this hunger in you, man. It's real fascinating. It's real dope to see. Like I said, I keep bringing up that you're young, man, but you're a man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like that's real interesting. Uh, talk to me about hip-hop, man, uh, as far as getting into it, man. What, what got you interested? What got you involved in hip-hop? Well, I've always, I've always liked rap music. Uh, always. You fuck with other genres? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I play acoustic and stuff, you know what I mean? But okay. rap is really just what I enjoy the most. It's like, I'm like, okay, I like rapping and stuff. It's fun. How I got into it was when I was probably like 14 or something, I'm telling you, we used to throw like high school parties and stuff. Mm. And we'd always have these parties and there'd be, a, we'd have pop in a lot of people at these parties. So I was like, all right, well. And then we'd be chilling and somebody'd start freestyling or something and they'd start ragging on me, right? I'd be like, what are you doing? So I'd just start spitting some doing? bars right back, like, oh, your shoes are whack, whatever, you know what I mean? And then just, it turned out I'd just be bat rap battling all these guys at these parties we would throw from there on out. I'd just be rap battling. And then I was, you know, getting to the point where I was like, hey, man, I'm going to write a song. So wrote a song and then uh, this is what's crazy. This is how I first recorded my first ever song. Uh, I was selling Bud in high school. And somebody hit me up, and they were like, hey, man, uh, my dude, he needs some. He can meet you at lunch, yeah, 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 he needs a zip. So I'm like, all right, bet, run over there. And when I get there, I'm like uh, sitting there writing bars already because I'm like, I think I can rap now. So I'm writing bars like that day already. And then I get to this dude's house at lunch on my lunch break, and I bring him his bud and stuff, and then he's like got a whole full-blown studio in his house. And I'm like, okay, bro, uh, I'll give you a quarter if I can record, you know what I mean? And he's like... Uh, nah, man, let's just roll a couple blunts up and smoke. Dude, I didn't go back to school. I hung out at his house the whole rest of the day just getting high, making music. And it never stopped since then. I was always like, no, nah, I'm going to make music. Because, mm -hmm. you know, people at school were like, oh, this is cool and stuff. So I was like, hey, I'm going to record music now and actually drop songs, you know? Right. That's how I started really recording. And, like, how I got into rap was, like, myself rapping was at these little parties. was just rap battling people. They were talking that's shit. dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was cool. 
Uh, yeah, that's real raw. Um, uh, so talk to me about putting on shows, man. So to a degree, I mean, you a rapper, mm-hmm. producer, but you a promoter to a degree as well, man. What was it like playing that field? Well, as an artist, I was like trying to get more shows going and uh, couldn't really figure out who to get booked on. Some people don't take you serious, and I just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna throw my own shows. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put myself on." <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like the other ones, they're not gonna put me on a show. I gotta throw a show, or I'm not gonna be performing. So I was like, "I'm gonna start throwing shows." You've got this very independent mind to you, and like I said, I keep back on on how powerful that is. I feel like that that's incredible. That's the right lane you need to be in. You know what I'm saying? Do it by myself. I don't need nobody. You fuck with Russ at all? Oh, yeah. Russ is a baller. Yeah. Russ, yeah, Russ is a baller, too. Most deaf. Russ, Russ got that same mentality. I always bring this up to everybody. My buddy always tells me that. He's like, dude, you got to listen to Russ's <laughs> talk and his podcast and stuff. They're like, his business stuff is so good. And I'm that's like, what I'm saying. As far, his music dope, too. But like, yeah, just his music as far as like his mentality, that's what I'm getting. That's the vibes I'm getting from you. It's like, shit, they don't want to help me do it? Fuck it. I'll do it all by myself. you have to do, you man. Know what I mean? And then... Show love and everybody else will hop on. That's how I'm hoping it'll be. Right. I like that a lot, man. I like that a lot. Uh, as far as upcoming projects and shit like that, you working on shit? Oh, I got so many. I've got a lot of songs. Probably like 22 recorded songs with like planned release like dates. You know what I mean? I'm actually mm-hmm. dropping a song later today. Right on. Um, That's dope. Got one coming out the 17th. You know what I mean? With a music video. So I try to like just plan them out so I don't just randomly drop. But I have like 20 done right now and then I'm working on probably another like 15 songs. I'm collabing with a lot of people so I just work on a lot of music and get it done over time. That's dope. I'm working with like 10 different artists in Tulsa right now. You know what I mean? Having them throw verses. So there's a lot of them that I'm like having open verse on and stuff like that. But I'm just consistently working, man. That's beautiful. And I feel like that's what it takes to get to where you're trying to go. Uh, talk to me about your writing process, your creative process, man. What kind of mindset do you have to be in in order to put forth a good product, man? When I first started making music, I uh, would write a little bit and I would try to memorize it. That way I could just rap it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I did that like with my first few songs. And then I got to the point where I would just, I use a notebook for everything. I don't really use my phone. So I write in my notebook and then I just, would rap the song but I noticed a lot I was reading it off a piece of paper I wasn't like rapping it with my heart and soul into it I was just mm. reading some words off a piece of paper into a microphone so now what I try to do is memorize the song maybe make a rough draft and then when I actually want to record the song I go in there and know the whole thing from my heart knows it you know yeah so that's like what I try to do now I feel like that that's genius as well uh, you know what I'm saying back when I used to write I started off writing I write in my phone now because uh, I don't know the generation it's just it's a convenient you always got a phone yeah it's become so but I used to write my uh, you know what I'm saying I used to pen and pad the motherfucking thing man and I'd have this ability to write my verse down one time bro and be able to punch in and as you said I feel like uh, it allows you to deliver it way different you know what I'm saying versus just reading it off it sounds like you reading but when you goddamn write that shit down and you can just spit that shit from your heart you spitting that shit with your whole entire fucking soul and emotions in it you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's something that lacks a lot of times uh in this generation of hip hop, man, there's a lot of cats ain't putting their heart and soul into it. It's a craft, right? It's a right. craft. It really is, you know. Most definitely, it's a craft. Uh, as far as hip hop MCs that you study, you know what I'm saying? I told you I was gonna end up asking oh, you yeah. this question, but uh, <laughs> who you study, man? 
I spend a lot of time studying. That's how I know stuff. I literally will just watch people's interviews and people's stuff and just be like, okay, that's how they did it. That's what they're doing. And just figure out stuff about people. And uh, I spend a lot of time studying. I study a lot of artists. Yeah. Um, Drake, obviously, I'm sorry. I know he probably has ghostwriters and stuff, but his music is just sounds good. You know what I mean? So right. like, it's just so mainstream. It sounds good. It's always going to be on the radio. And then there's guys like Eminem, obviously, that I'm just like, and Kendrick Lamar, that I'm like, Logic, right. Joyner Lucas, that I'm like, I can't even try to do that flow, like that kind of, so I try to just break their lyrics down, and I'm like, wow. They blow right. my mind when I study those guys. Their actual lyrics, I'm like, it's crazy what they're really doing when you read it. Yeah. You know, listening to it's one thing, but when you read it, you're like, wow, that's kind of insane. I would have never thought about that. Right. Little Wayne is another one. Uh, Little Wayne, I was watching some stuff on him, and it blew my mind how one time he just blew up in the studio and recorded everything he had in his notebook, and he was like, I'm not writing ever again. Right. I'm just straight, like, yes, sir. play the beat, bro. Smoke a blunt. I think that was... Uh, <laughs> so, it's like... Just, it's not 300 degrees. It was, uh, you can hear him fucking turning the pages turning the in page, the recordings, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I was like, so I thought that was really raw. That was kind of different. Like, you know what I mean? So I just kind of see how different people do stuff and try to, you know, see how I could utilize it in, in my own game. Right. And see if I, you know, there's some stuff I can't, though. There's some stuff I'm like, okay, that's just too much like these other cats like I said like Joyner those ones I'm really impressed with I can't even write like that I don't know how they do it it's insane right you know what I mean like I really am just like in awe of that and Big Sean's another one too that I think has some stuff I'm pretty like, cold I'm pretty you know, cold I'm just like wow uh, but Tupac is definitely like the biggest influence for me that I was just like Tupac is, was the realest motherfucker that I think there was you yeah. know what I mean a lot of the people now, you're like, they're like kind of industry, you know right. what I mean? Tupac was still out there thugging, so I thought that shit was crazy. Tupac, my favorite rapper And the, as well. his content and his songs were not, people Full now can't touch the stuff he was rapping about. Right. He was speaking about stuff that was happening, you know, 20, 30 years ago now that we're going through today. See, the thing I liked about Pac is more than just a rapper. That man was a prophet to a degree. He came with a message that was needed to be heard. Yeah, feel free. Uh... My man going to light up the blunt, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Got to paint the picture for him because uh, we're not doing video yet. But uh, Pac was a prophet. You know what I'm saying? He had a voice. He, he lended a voice to a nation of people that did not have one. Uh, so let me ask you this. How important is it for you to deliver, say, the voice of A, yourself, and then the voice of the people? I feel like hip-hop is a community. Hip-hop is about the people. So... Uh, yeah, how important is it for you to deliver a your voice, your originality, but also paint the pictures of the people? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's really important, man. I have a lot of messages and stuff, and people reaching out, and some people are like, "Hey, you're lit, your music's fire, yada yada yada." But really, the messages that get me is when it's people like, you know, this song reminded me of one of my friends, and he's dead, and like, you know, the song kind of gave me hope for this and that. That those kind of stuff really is what kind of like makes you sit and think about what you're doing. Right. You know, when people are like, oh, you're fire, you're lit. You're like, thanks, bro. But whenever you get those, you're just kind of like, wow, they are actually listening to every word. Like, right. it's got to be powerful, you know? So do you take your time with your lyrics and shit like that? You spend time on your craft. Yeah, I spend, I spend time. It, it really just depends on how I'm feeling for the beat or the song because there's sometimes I'm just like, first take, Jake, I'm just 10 minutes, write a song, and I'm done, ready to record it. I have the flow in my head already. I'm good to go. And then there's sometimes where if I know it's a good song and like really I can't just I'll take my time. Right. So that's dope, man. That's dope. Uh as far as 
My bad, I done lost Sorry. my on say, man, listening to you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, give me 10 seconds. Uh, <laughs> as far as y'all don't laugh at me, man, it's a creative <laughs> process. As I said, I do everything. Shit, it's all love, man. We do it all off the top here. Shout out to J-Rob, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I don't know. I feel that that's good uh, as far as taking your time in some projects. You know what I'm saying? I understand feeling it sometimes and just being like, hey, fuck it, drop that shit. You know what I mean? But then whenever you take your time, I feel there's a lot more substance that gets put into that shit. You know what I mean? Um, as far as what you can offer to hip-hop, man, what is it that you want to contribute? What 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 sh- uh, paint stroke, you know what I'm saying, do you want to leave on the canvas of hip-hop? You dig? Well, my thing really is I want to come out and be original, like you said, but I want to actually have music that is going to be around in 20 years. Right. You know what I mean? I want to have music that's going to be around in 30 years, you know, that people actually listen to. Like, Tupac is a perfect example that just is like, it's just so real. You can't deny or ignore how real it is. You Mm -hmm. can't, no matter what you want. So I want to make music that is just real and uh, try to sit there and leave a stain like, Nobody really has ever, like, blown up in Tulsa, like, ever, right? No, like, there's been some guys get really big, and, and don't get me wrong, but there's never been somebody that is just a mainstream artist in Tulsa. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I want to create. Yeah, there's like, nobody shit. that's really just, like, took over. You know what I mean? There's always these arguments. There's not, like, a hands down, that's him. So I want to, it might not even be me, but I want to just create the platform for somebody to do it to give people hope from Tulsa. Because people in Tulsa, a lot are like, oh, that's whack, y'all, Tulsa music sounds the same. If they saw one person do it, everybody would believe. And that's definitely how I feel, man. I definitely feel like we're on the verge of the uh, the breaking out. Yeah, you know June 51 saying? is, you know, Gang Tide June is really, really there. He's yeah. really, really close. I'm excited to see what he does and works for. I'm hoping he can, like, get to the next level. You know what I mean? I just, I think somebody needs to kind of, pop the top for Tulsa that way we can really just wasn't he uh, talking to Wheezy a while back I heard I thought he was talking to Cash Money and them boys a while back uh, what yeah I may be completely incorrect don't listen to my news or he got he got he got like a, a something going on with them over at Castle Rose Studios I believe, yeah. but I'm not sure what's going on I don't know it'd be real raw to see you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. our people and that's all it is, man. It's just to see you guys shine. That's fucking Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to try to, like, put... Because I've always kind of been like that. That's why I really believe that I'll be able to do something. Is because I don't want this just for me. Right. I want it for my family and people around me. And like I said, I might not even be the one that does it. You know? What do I want you, to put somebody else in the position to win or just everybody. What do you think it is that drives you to want this for everybody else? To You know what I'm saying? Because that's different. You know what I'm saying? In hip-hop, a lot of times we're selfish. You know, a lot of times we are selfish motherfuckers. Me, 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 me. I'm the best. I'm yeah. going to be the best. And it's good to have that mentality. But also, had the added mentality of also, I want my people to eat. Yeah. You know, I want to see my people grow. I want to see them blossom and bloom as well. What is it? What do you think it is in you that, 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 that makes that work, that makes that happen for you? I know that you can't do it by yourself. Mm. You can't do it by yourself. It's too hard, man. I've tried it. You can't do it. A lot of people try it. You've got to have people with you. you got to have a team. You can't just try to do it all by yourself. So I was always like, I'm going to have to have a team. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to, you know, show love and, like, try to get love back and try to reach out and try to just build as much as I can because I realized, and even myself personally, when I have an artist that comes up to me and it's like, oh, I'm the best in this room, yeah, 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 I just turn, immediately <coughs> turn off. Right. Immediately. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. 
You know what I mean? You might really be the best artist in this room, but just boasting and bragging and stuff like that, that's just never been me, man. I believe in the work behind the scenes will do, you know, more than the talking, like just the, ah. Right, most definitely. I feel like having that competitive mindset is good, you know what I'm saying, but the, the added on overall care for everybody else, you know what I'm saying, is key to, to the Tulsa success, you know what I'm saying? As I said, I feel like we're developing um, and we're growing. Uh, as far as your team goes, I mean, are you still running by yourself doing your own thing? You no. got motherfuckers you operate with. Yeah, I got a, I got a team now. Mm-hmm. I got a whole team of people I'm working with, a big team. So yeah. I'm saying. You want to shout anybody out? You say you're working with artists, things like that. Oh, yeah, all kinds of artists right now. Uh, Noe Castro, he goes hard. Not a lot of dudes have heard of him. He it's, goes, a dude named, it's another dude named Castro. Named Castro Is he in yeah. Tulsa? He's right here in Tulsa. It's another dude named Castro. Guatemalan cat. He's cool. Word. He's a homie. He's cool. I'm gonna have to bring this man on the show. Yeah, he's ASAP. he's got inspired lately, and he's like been doing some stuff. And I'm honestly, I'm not gonna lie, he is 30 million times better than me when I first started. And I'm just like, how does he already flow like this? You know? For some people, it comes naturally. It came natural, natural for him. I was, I'm just astounded. I'm like, wow, he's working so hard. And then I got uh, JT the realist. Yeah. He's. Uh, He's on my team. He's always helping me with stuff, even like at the shows and stuff. He helps me with my merch and stuff if I'm busy. And I got people that are just, you know, I'm I'm building a team up. We got some solid cats on it, so it's all working good. I can dig it. I can dig it, man. As far as time for yourself goes, man, because you're a busy man, like I said, father, and you're doing all this musical shit. Uh, as far as time for yourself, man, how do you take care of you, your inner self? Uh smoke a lot of weed uh. <laughs> really you know I just smoke a lot of weed and I got a good relationship with God so I know where I'm at I can dig that man <laughs> are you a spiritual individual oh yeah everything happens for a reason I believe do you read oh yeah what type of books are you reading uh well like actually hard copy books I don't really read too much well, a lot of times fine. I'll do is just like a find stuff because if I I won't read something I'm not interested in I gotta really do stuff that I'm interested in and passionate about otherwise I half-ass it I don't do it and I just bullshit right but I'm like really interested in uh like stories and stuff that I hear like I'll like hear stories or something like that and then like read into it and like with music I'm obsessed with it you guys don't understand uh I have like a thing where I at least try to put six hours a day into my music that's is a that writing time. or just listening to That's music? just overall business, my brand, my business, just reading, writing, messaging people, reaching out, uh, emailing, doing whatever I got to do just to build music and just work. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. And I try to listen to beats for at least an hour every day. And people are like, wow, that's crazy. But I will listen to random beats an hour a day just so I can break down where I think like the hook would go and the verse and stuff like that like over and over. I just do weird stuff. No, I can dig it, man. I can definitely dig it. Uh, I read a lot of stories about, like, uh, how people came up. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's really what I wanted to know. was like, how are all these dudes, how they actually do it? So I read a lot of stories <coughs> and like, where they're from, how their environment, home family was, and stuff like that. Have you uh, studied Master P ever? ever? Master P's a baller. I haven't really, like, studied, studied him, but I do know that he is very, very business savvy. He is. He was one of the cats that came up, uh, funded, I think, his first couple albums from selling dope. 
you know what I'm saying? Legit was out there having to do his thing, but he was independent. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he got a million it. dollar contract and turned it down. Right. He did it all by himself. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I keep we keep this. That's what we talking about here is the independent side of thing. And I just I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Uh, DJ Screw and SUC. That's another group that did it like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I always feel like independent is the best route. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, where do you get your beats? Uh, I got a couple dudes in California. Shout out to DJ Cooper. He goes really hard. He makes uh, some of my beats for me. I got a, I've got. It's not a label because I don't take any of the money from anybody or nothing. But I got a whole team of people. I have Nine One Eight's Most Wanted is like a Tulsa group that I have. That it's I don't even call it like it's just a team. It's not a label or nothing. We just try to help each other out and be supportive. And we have Nine One Eight's Most Wanted, and then I have Money Hungry Music. And Money Hungry Music is people all around the world. So I got a dude that makes beats in Canada. Are these groups that you came up with? Yeah, or this is all. Those are just the two groups that I, I started. It was okay. 918's Most Wanted and Money Hungry Music. Money Hungry Music is for the whole country, really the whole world at this point. And then uh, 918's Most Wanted is just like the Tulsa, you know. So I got dudes that make beats in Canada. I got dudes that make beats in California. I have a couple guys here in Oklahoma. I get my beats from a lot of different places. That's dope. Talk to me a little bit about 918 Music. Tell me what, I mean, how that come about. Uh, 918's Most Wanted was Yeah, 918's Most Wanted So I did Money Hungry Music first And was surprised at the level of success That I had getting people on board All around the country So there's a lot of people That just want to work is what I realized They're just like me They just want opportunities They want to work Right So we try to work Booking them on shows and stuff like that In their cities And it would work So I'd be like, cool Let's try to do that in Tulsa You know what I mean? Mm. So I started a little group Like you know, Castro, JDT, some guys people have never heard of before. But I'm telling you, people are going to hear about them here in a few months, and they're going to be really, really good. And, you know, I just got, like, the 918's Most Wanted. It's just a show, but it's just still, I'm just trying to get people to be like, hey, let's work together, like, everybody. You know, let's just work together, everybody. Like, there's no, I need money from you or nothing. Let's try to get you booked on a show. Let's try to get you some money. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to work with people and actually, like, do good stuff within you know Tulsa artists and stuff and a lot of artists in Tulsa I'm not going to drop names but are down so I'm just kind of waiting for the reveal like we're going to come out strong right right I think that's incredible man you got a good heart on you you know what I'm saying it's just the fact that you want to put other people on it's just it's poetic it's beautiful like I keep saying to you uh and I feel like that's what's needed to strive here you know what I'm saying to strive anywhere it's all about love you know what I'm saying and you should have fucking shy showing it. You know what I'm saying? Should I appreciate you for the love, man? I really do. Hey, it's appreciate all we that, do, man. man. It's all about that. Like I said, it's the only way we can blossom and grow here, man, is if we continue to take care of each other. Because like you said, ain't nobody else going to help us do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't want us to shine. They don't want us to rise. Sound like DJ Kali. They don't want to see you make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, Which I got, I'm, oh, man, I'll just drop some other stuff later, but... DJ Khaled's cool, yeah. He's Go good. ahead, talk. You got some things to say. Speak your mind, man. Oh, man. It's an open platform for you to be free. It's Working with his team a little bit on something, too. DJ Khaled's oh, be the best music. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Oh, that's so dope. We're going to get it popping, I'm telling you. But That's incredible. We got to keep working, man. Everybody, everybody, I think, just wants opportunities. And I think it's just only going to take a few minds in Tulsa, which everybody's been thinking the same damn thing. When I talk to them, they're like, yeah, bro. Everybody's like that. So that's why I'm like, it's going to work. Everybody just is like, we got to show love. 
quit showing so much hate, you know what I mean? Quit bashing other artists and just like appreciate it and just try to get it popping, man. Right. And a lot of artists really are like that and want to work with people and do stuff like that, collab. They just have never met them. You'd be surprised just throwing shows. They're like, oh, I want to work with so-and-so. And I'm like, just hit them up and try to work with them. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's not that hard, dude. Just reach out to people in Tulsa and show love to your community and, you know, the artists you support and whatnot. Doesn't it feel so much better when we're all on board for each other, when we're all pushing each other's music? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. That's what I'm saying. You gotta have a team. Like, you gotta have a team. Even if, like, uh, they don't have to necessarily be your fan. Like, they don't have to be a fan of your music, but if they, like, support your hustle and they're gonna sit there or sit there and share your music and stuff, right. like, that's definitely, like, you know what I mean? That's someone on your team. That's a person that is, like, helping you reach your goals or whatever you wanna reach. Right. You know, and you can help them, vice versa. You know what I mean? You can share their stuff when it comes out and stuff. Well, I don't know why more people just aren't like that. It's difficult for them for some reason. It, it, I don't know. It's like it just doesn't register, right? You know what I'm saying? They, they just don't get it. Ain't nothing but a motherfucking share. Click share. You're sharing 50 other memes a day. Yeah, you know like, you know, share but they feel like shit. if they share someone's music, they're good. I don't know. It's just all a mess. But you know what I mean? I'm just like, hey, man, I'm telling you, just show love we're all good and you really would be surprised how many cats really are just like you're right bro I fuck with you you're right we just all gotta get this popping we got this the whole city moving yeah. you know what I mean they, everybody wants to we just gotta like spark a few, uh, few minds I feel like that are gonna like really get it done most definitely man uh, as far as shows go man we got some shows to look forward to coming up or what oh yeah uh, March 19th the 918's Most Wanted show which that is just for all the artists in Tulsa uh you guys go buy tickets from them, all the artists, you know what I mean? I'm trying to put them on. They can just try to make, you know, all the artists in Tulsa some money, man. They can make, you know, sell their tickets, keep the money. Everybody's going to get to, like, rock out. It's going to be a dope event. The flyer is insane for 918's Most yeah. Wanted. I really think it's going to be one of the hottest shows in Tulsa. All I year. haven't seen it yet. I just really believe it. What like, is it? Some of the names on here is J-Red, Juke21K, Jake Bleasy, Puerto Rican Johnson, Bonnie K. Sun. G Money, The Neighbors, P Rich, BNC, Easy, Kata Stoner, Savvy Worldwide, Cooler, Juan Cario, JDT, Jonesy, Bam Beezy Baby, and J Rob. That's wild. So we got a wild lineup. Like it sounds is this like this gonna a be one day? Yes. One this is like four hours of dope cats, dope music. You know what I mean? That's crazy. At the Blackbird on Pearl. It's gonna be on uh, March nineteenth. That's dope. Yeah, that's real raw, man. That's yeah, there's going to be live music from like 8 to 2 in the morning. It's oh, just going to be nonstop cats from Tulsa. That's a heavy show. That's crazy. You know, and that's it's uh, it's going to be hosted by uh, DJ Dysfunctions, and uh, he's a hell of a DJ and a cool guy, so I'm pretty pumped up about it. I, did you guys make a event page for that? I'm the one that's kind of running everything, so, <laughs> I, you know, I get, like, overwhelmed, so I, I did make one yesterday, I tried to make one on Facebook, but I feel like I'll make it, and it's, like, not right or something, you know what I mean, so I, like, try to delete it, and now I'm like, oh, we're using a different flyer, so I'll get it out there, but I got it on, like, Eventbrite, you can actually go get tickets on, like, uh, Stubwire, one of those websites, yeah. I know the venue has it on. And we have tickets. Go hit your favorite artist up and go buy a ticket from them and support their music and their money. Drop the flyer <laughs> and we'll share it. That's what I'm page. saying, you know? So it's like, yeah. we got that one on March 19th and that'll be fire. And then oh, that's so exciting. March 26th is at the Juice Maker Lounge again. And yeah. uh, some, I can't even drop all the names because cats are busy and I don't want to just say, yep, they're doing it. But I got some pretty fire artists for that one too. And uh, I'm excited about it. We're also doing a charity basketball game. 
So if you guys have a good charity out there that you have in your mind, let us know. Uh, we're trying to give all the proceeds to a charity from a basketball game, all the artists in Tulsa. Um, and if you want to help us organize the event, please reach out. Solar Star. He was on my show yesterday. And he has an ongoing bet with anybody. He's a rapper. He's an MC. He's also a producer and things. Really it's, cool guy. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's a, not bet. a bet. It's he not a bet. Sure it's not, it's a, not bet. a bet. <laughs> but he said he'll give $10 to anybody that can beat him in ball. Uh, I tagged him in your post yesterday about the game. Okay, well, I think maybe we should have a game and then see if he can just line up and Maybe just put ten bucks on the line and have a group of cats That's trying to saying. beat him for his ten bucks I'd or really something. Like I don't that. know. I would like to get him, bro. If we could run that, I'd be happy to get him. Give involved. him like a two minute break and a water or something, and he's running through him. I would love to have. Bro. Oh my god, that'd be so perfect. That'd be beautiful. I would love to have, with all due respect, cosign on that whole thing, bro. We'll, let's work. Saying? Anybody in Tulsa that wants to work, let's do it. Let's try to find a good charity and. Uh, Let's do it, man. You know, let's try to put the city on. Let's let's do it. Oh, I have so many artists and stuff that are down to do it. So I'm down. Let's work. I'm Where always you, down to work, man. And that's all it's about. That's what I'm saying. Anything you want to do, if we got time, holler at us. You know what I'm saying? We're very into putting on for the community. That's what we're interested in. You know what I'm saying? We're just trying to yeah. build shit out. Uh, she looks stressed because our schedule be packed. So I'm always close, like, yes, let's fucking do no, it. She's no, like, no, 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 that, no. That should happen. That definitely should happen. I am all game for that happening. There's not an official date for the basketball charity game, but it's just something that me and a couple other dudes have been talking to. So reach out to me or Easy Eric Green on uh, Facebook. And uh, we're trying to organize this thing. Where we're are you thinking about going. playing? Do what? Where are you thinking about playing at? Do you have any ideas? I have a couple of different uh, venue ideas, but I'm gonna see which one really will work with us the most, and we can get the, uh, you know, the best deal. It's a charity event, so hopefully, someplace will just let us do it and be cool, and you know, we right. can help a charity out. I don't have to pay a bunch of money to book an event, you know. Right. So if you're an event out there listening to this, and you have a basketball, you know, gym, let's do it. Let's host it there. And you can try asking the YMCA. They have they a nice ask. I think that's dope, dope, man. I got a couple different places that I've talked to, but I'm trying to, uh, I'm not going to put them on blast, but uh, I'm trying to find somewhere that will just be cool with us hosting a charity event and not charging. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to do right now. We're going to get it done, dude. Everybody in Tulsa is going to work on this. We're going to get it done. I have a lot of people already that are so down to do this. I know it's going to happen, and it's all for a good cause. Right. I'll keep so. an eye out. I'll let you know if I see some, but I definitely want to connect you with Solar Star. Because that's a game that I want to happen. You know what I'm saying? I want him to win, though. Like, I don't want my man to get out there and get mashed out. Like, I, I can't one-on-one -on -one anybody, so I'm, I can't beat him. Bro, I'll I tell you that. Hoop. I can dribble, but I can't. My shot is broke, man. I can't hoop for shit anyway. So, I'm not I, you know what I mean? I just want to watch y'all do y'all's thing. I can dribble and pass and play some defense, man. Yeah. Team ball. But <laughs> that whole just kobe it on him, man. I might airball a couple times. Man, well, that's real dope. It sounds like you got so much uh, that you're building towards, my brother. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Are you the type of person that plans your goals out like five years from now? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got that vision in your mind as well? Uh, most definitely. Yeah? Mm hmm Did you, uh, do you do schooling or anything like that? Were you interested in that kind of shit? It's like I said earlier when it comes to the reading, man. If I'm not interested in it, I'm not going to do it. Me, I understand. There's no way. If I'm just not interested in it, there's no, I'm not going to do it. And that just never really sparked my interest. I right. just... Like smoking weed, rapping and playing basketball and playing video games and shit, man. I just never was into that. I want to figure out a way to make money doing what I love to do. 
and not put myself to work. Most definitely. You know, I say I work a lot, but really, you know what I mean? I just, it's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Right. So. I mean, but it's definitely work. You know what I'm saying? Because everything you have to do, it's a job. But it's it happens to be a job that we enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Which is, to me, the uh, cliche of the American dream is what it's all about. Doing what the fuck we feel we were set here to do. You know what I'm saying? Instead of doing what the man or whoever the fuck, I hate that shit. Whoever the <laughs> fuck, you know what I'm saying, is decides nine to five, fuck that shit. You know, there's bigger things. Mm-hmm. Live for yourself, and I feel like that's what you're doing. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Even, even like, now, like, I haven't done shit, really. Like, you know, I have, but I haven't done shit. Sometimes I think, like, man, I haven't done shit. But really, there's just this part in my mind that's like, dude, you're so much farther already than I ever thought you were going to be. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's, like, a very sense of, like, I think a lot of people miss this of, like, uh, I'm proud of what I've been able to accomplish. I'm proud of who I am. I'm really 100% comfortable with, like, if I died today, I did give it my all. I gave music everything I had and my family everything I had. And just as a man, like, I have a good relationship with God, so I'm just solid, man. Mm. I know where I'm at. I know what I'm doing. Mm. You know, and I enjoy it. This is what I love doing, so. I like that, man. I think that's beautiful. Uh, You got to chop it up with Afro, man. Yeah, he's a cool cat. He's a cool dude. I got to roll around in the caddy with him the other night. I was like, damn, Bruh. is this you, big dog? He was like, yeah. I was like, holy oh, shit, hop in. I was like, fuck yeah. I wanted you to know? get him on the podcast, <laughs> man. I was hoping I could make it to the show so I could try to holler at him. Hey, bro, come come to the podcast. I know. I was, try- I was trying, man. Uh, he's a cool dude, man. He probably would have had a couple minutes or something. That's you know? He's shit. a cool cat. I, you know what I mean? Even he if I had out. to brought the equipment. How'd you go about getting him with you? I know he came and rocked the I've show done, Gangar was on, but. I have a lot of. Uh, like I said, when I went to California, uh, shout out to those cats too because they really put on out in Calaveras County. Uh, they really go hard. And uh, shout out to Epic. It's a guy that really I know Afro Man from. He's he runs a a little clique out there, and uh, they really just go hard and they book shows with like Afro Man and Twisted Insane and all these other gat cats. So they really kind of gave me the blueprint of like, bro, I could do that in Tulsa probably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so I was like, okay, let's do it. And he booked Afro Man and did songs with mm-hmm. him and stuff. So reached out, and then I got on a couple of Afro Man shows, and I'm just like chill, talking to him. And he was just chill, you know what I mean? Uh, he gave me his number and everything, and then we just chilled and talked. And he's a cool dude, man. He's a cool cat. What do I got to do to get him on the show? I know he's not here anymore. I can just hit him up next time he's in Tulsa and we can try to get him on. Because I have another do podcast. That for us? Yes, of course. That's what I was telling you. I was like, dude, come to the show, man. I could probably get him like, you know, a minute or two maybe or something. But yeah. He's a cool dude. I'm sure he'd be down. That's dope. That'd be real dope. And he's always wanting to work too. He said, uh, ain't no jokes, ain't no gimmicks. I got to get paid in this pandemic. I heard that shit. <laughs> I heard that shit. I liked it. I fucked with it. That's raw, man. That's crazy. Yeah, that's incredible, player. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So you got a track dropping today. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got many tracks coming. Uh, you know we got that little radio show we doing over there at 91.1, man, where we're trying to play local artists and shit like that. Uh, we'd love to play your joints, too, man, and just your whole team, bro. So be sure to send us, you know what I'm saying, whatever the fuck y'all got. Things like that, man. Uh, we nearing the end of the interview. Uh, so... Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I know we already talked about some of the shows and shit like that. Just where they can find you, all of that good shit. Oh uh, yeah, my name is Jake Bleazy on Instagram, J A K E B L E A Z Y. Uh, Facebook, Jake Bleazy. Um, 
I'm always ready to work. If anybody out there is wanting to work, let's get it. Let's get going. Uh, YouTube, all that stuff, same shit, Jake Bleasy. Uh, that's about it, man. I'm just always ready to work. Hit me the fuck up if you want to work, and let's get it done. That's just that's just it. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear her here first, uh, Jake Bleasy. Always ready to work, a.k.a. Mr. Always ready to work. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you. Hey, bro, we happy to have you as well. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I get to plug my shit, my social media and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> I'll be forgetting it. That's why she's laughing. He does. Um, you can find us on Facebook at With All Due Respect Podcast. You can also find us on uh, Twitter at A underscore broadcasting. Um, also... Instagram at I'm getting better at it. I'm knowing what we uh, it's what is the Instagram with all due respect zero zero one and you can also get at us on Gmail at with all due respect zero zero one at no tell them to you okay you can uh you can uh send us whatever you want whatever you want um big booty pigs yeah please. feet pigs. You oh, you're yeah. a dude and you look good in a skirt. You don't want no that. fucking dude. I don't want that. I want that. I'm a part of this. I would like that. In any Take case. Some man's feet. <laughs> no. No. All right. So it's with all due respect, podcast001 at gmail.com. Right. And then. That's it. Check us out every other oh. Saturday on 91.1 with the WABR <laughs> radio show. Also. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I just got our show on uh, <coughs> this new app called Radio Garden because sometimes our signal is a little hard to pick up, man. So you can pick us up on Radio Garden. Crystal clear. Clear as fuck. And you can hear us. You can hear DJ Sir Mike. You can hear uh, Solar Stars there. Yeah. You can hear other DJs just doing their motherfucking thing. You're going to hear a lot of Tulsa artists, though, man. We out here playing the fuck out the shit. So uh, be sure to tap in. Tune in, man. Uh, and tap, be sure. tap, tap in. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Shit, not much, man. Shout out to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Shout out to the With All Due Respect podcast, Castro and T. I really appreciate you guys, man. No All the love. Y'all show love. I appreciate it. We happy to do our thing, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we building. It's healthy. If you thirsty, take a drink of water. That's W-A-D-R. Yeah. We out. I'm corny, man. <laughs>